0: Dega baby! We are in Talladega! Well, we're not. We're not at Talladega yet, but we are uh, recording in location. At location? On location? location. On location. That's a better word. On location and beautiful. Onneada. Onneada, Alabama. Beautiful, meaning it's storming outside. It's storming right now, so you're good old in, thunder boomer right there. There's some thunder, but me and Bryson. We're in the same room. I'm looking at his big, fat, beautiful face right now. I'm looking at your big, fat, beautiful beard, Luke. Let's go. Thank you. It is 9.30 p.m. Central Time. Dude, I hate Central Time. I love Central Time because I live in Central Time. See, I don't live in Central Time. I live in Eastern Time. And every time I go to Central Time, it feels like it's, like, fallback or whatever. The, uh, when you change the clocks back and I just can't handle it. I love it because when I'm visiting people in Eastern Time... It's, you know, I might I might lose an hour, but when I come back home, I can leave a little bit later because I, I gain an hour coming back to Central Time. See, see I'm fine with Mountain Time and in, in, uh, Pacific Time, two hours behind and three hours behind, but just uh, one hour behind, I can't do it. I just can't do it. But anyways, I'm here. It's really 10.30 my time, but I'm here. It's still because, 9.30 my time. And it's still 9.30 your time. But yeah. Aniata, Alabama. At least that's how we think we say it. Yeah. What's what is what is the sign? What is their slogan here at Aniata? Oh, I took a picture of it. Hold on. No matter how (laughs) you pronounce it. Yeah. It's 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 on the side of the building. Welcome to Aniata, a great place. No matter how you pronounce it. So well, I guess even people here don't even know how to pronounce their own town name. So we won't get canceled. That's great. Well, yeah. If anybody listens, to us from uh, Aniata. Yeah, we're in a thunderstorm right now, so. You'll probably hear some thunder in the background, but um, yeah, we're here for the uh, NASCAR Talladega race weekend in the spring. Um Let's see, tomorrow we have the ARCA race in the uh, early, or late morning, early afternoon-ish. Then we have the Xfinity Series race afterwards, and then we get to go see Cole Swindell. Cole Swindell. Swindell. Country it's artist. It's going to be cool tomorrow, too. It's going to be like in the... High to mid sixties tomorrow. It's which is pretty some, cool for down here. Some beautiful weather here in Alabama. We'll Maybe wear, a little cold, yeah. Probably wear some jeans tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah. But anyways. Um big Arca race tomorrow. Third third race for the Arca race series uh for the twenty twenty-three season. So they already raced at Daytona, they raced at I believe it was Phoenix, and now they're gonna be racing the third race for Talladega and Frankie Munez is racing. Oh I can't I mean that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle is racing, so I'm rooting for him. So you were saying that Arca only races this season about once a month? Yeah, so there's I believe I believe there's two uh divisions in Arca. I don't know, I don't follow Arca that much, but there's like an East Division, I think, and a West Division. I don't know. You might have to look this up beforehand because we might have to cut it out. Because <laughs> I might be lying to exactly. you right now. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's two divisions. Um I honestly don't know how Arca works, to be to, to be honest. Um, it'll be my first Arca race, but I, all I know is Frankie Muniz is in it, so we'll 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 get to see. So, what's your favorite Frankie Muniz uh... movie? Movie, not, not movie. Yeah, movie. Here, let me. Luke, I think Here. I only know him from Malcolm in the Middle. Here. Well, let's. What movies has he been in? Big and fat liar. I don't. I've never seen that. That's one where the guy turns blue when he goes into the swimming pool. Remember? And he's like, I'm oh, blue. No. No. I I don't remember. No. Let's see. Oh man, he's been in a lot of movies. Oh, you not seen any big? Yeah, Big Fat Liar. That's that's the one where it turns blue. Woo. Um, Doctor. He was apparently in Doctor Doolittle too. Racing Stripes. Oh, Agent Cody Banks. Still have not seen that. Dude. You haven't <laughs> seen Agent Cody Banks? No, I have not. Mm. I I don't watch a lot of movies. It's my downfall here. That's my red flag number number one here. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, so let's see. Yesterday, yesterday was Thursday. Four twenty. Four twenty, blaze it. Yeah, but none of us do that. So, no, so. we're so, good boys. We're, yeah, we're good boys. So, um, yeah. So let's see. I drove from Erie to Indianapolis to. Uh, meet up with Bryson, and then we, then Bryson drove from, I drove from Wisconsin, yeah, to Indianapolis, so then from Indianapolis, um, we both rode together down to Oneonta, Alabama, wasn't, yeah, Six-hour drive? Yeah, but it turned into like a ten-hour drive. Yeah. To be honest, we had some stops. We had some traffic. We in, had Nashville, in that Nashville. Nashville. Nashville got in our way. Nashville traffic. Let me just, tell you, Nashville. Uh, the population's just exploding there. We, should, the we should stop that immediately. Just, yeah, they need to like redo their road system ASAP because it was like one p.m. on a Friday. One p.m. Central Time. Yes, right. still middle of the work on, a, day on, a, on Friday. a Friday afternoon, and it was just, ugh. It was terrible. But we went to one of our favorite gas stations, our second visit ever. To Bucky's. To Bucky's. Where else did we go, Luke? We went, got lunch oh, at. Where else did we get? Oh, oh, Jangles. jangles yes. We that do is love... a specialty when we uh, go down south. Gonna stop out at a Bojangles. We love that chicken from Bojangles. Since we don't have or... any Bojangles up north, no, it, is a, it is a southern specialty. And then we just had we just had some Mexican here, which you had some issues. Uh... Uh, <laughs> I'm not one to, known to uh, not finish a plate in a Mexican restaurant, but this. Whew, either a long drive or just a lot of food or a lot of I chips think, and salsa beforehand. But I was I was tapping out halfway through. I think you're just tired from driving all day. Yeah, it was like it a ten-hour drive it was an easy drive I had to do one detour because of crashes and stuff all the fun stuff getting passed by those two we got passed by some tow trucks <laughs> on Being a pass from those two tow back, trucks. back country road down here they did not get a crack we were going the speed limit and they were going probably 30 over 30 over <laughs> they they had no fears so we'll Through a double yellow, too. Talladega, like, baby. As I said, they're trying to get to the Talladega Campgrounds, baby. They were ready. It's we went on the boulevard tonight, we are down here. But yeah. So, Luke, what is your what is your preview of Talladega look like here? Like, what 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 do we watch out for? You've never been here. I've never been here. I don't know. That's the thing. From a, from being here perspective, it should be fun. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Never been here. Got the preferred parking, so hopefully we should park. We should be parked uh, close to the entrance so we're not walking like five miles to the to the uh, entrance. But yeah, have never been here. This has been a bucket list track. Um, We've heard it's quite a party. Heard it's quite a party, like just even in the stands too. So uh, tomorrow for the ARCA and the Xfinity Series, we're going to be sitting down low to the track. And cup qualifying. And well, yeah, the cup qualifying is tomorrow as well. Um, but we'll be sitting down uh, lower to the track at the uh, exit of pit road tomorrow and then on sunday we'll be sitting up kind of in the same area maybe a little bit further down past the start finish line um but we got the very tippy top seats for that one so we can see the whole track for see the everything. cup race yeah but f- from a driver's standpoint man it's tala vega yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen it's plate racing anything and everything will happen so, it just, it just ends up who is uh, finishing across the line there at first. There was one race. I think, it, I forget what year it was. It wasn't too long ago, maybe like three or four years ago. Where Ryan Blaney finished the race backwards. And I believe he either got like second or third place, I think. It was like second place. Or he could have won. I have no clue. You might have to edit that out, too. Because I don't know what I'm saying. But... That was a. I remember that finish though. I just remember Ryan Blaney finished backwards, and it was, it was nuts. Um, but yeah, probably my earliest memory of watching, um, Talladega on TV was the Carl Edwards flip. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I think that was either 2009. It was 2007, eight or nine, somewhere in that range, and. Yeah, the the Carl Edwards flip on the last lap, and he went right into the fence, and I always remember that one. That was a that was a good one. And then he got out at the end and did like the Ricky Bobby. He actually got out and ran across the finish line. Wonderful, <laughs> but it didn't count. Yeah. technically. Yeah. Because the car didn't <laughs> cross the finish line. But yeah, I guess that's a little preview. We'll have um, more after the races here we will and hopefully some cool stories some interesting stuff to talk about so but before that yeah we got some drinks today and i have a new drink that i've not tried yet it's jack daniels it's their like country cocktails i like their country cocktails they have a peach they have a lemonade and they have like a, a a punch cocktail love all those but they have this watermelon cocktail watermelon punch And I don't like watermelon flavor. Except for there's that Mountain Dew that has watermelon, that's watermelon flavorness. It's decent. But you did your iced coffee rating. Apparently I got, I didn't, (laughs) apparently I didn't even rate that right. Because apparently at some point I said it was okay. And they're like, oh, you can't say okay and give it an eight. So fine. If I said it was okay, I'll give it a six and a half. Can I do that? Am I allowed to do that? Can I go back? From three weeks ago, and say, okay, I'm changing my rating from an eight to a six and a half to please the audience. Don't cancel me, please. (laughs) Well, let me try this, and I'll give it a actual rating. Yeah, actually think through it before you give it a rating. Maybe we'll think of your words. Maybe we'll get some ratings down with some food in Talladega. I've heard heard there's some good good restaurants or uh, you know good good concession stands down there. Yeah, let's try this. He he, he he just really shook your head there, like, left the right real quick, and you're just like, wow. So right after, I mean, right after I opened it, you could smell the watermelon. Okay. Which isn't bad, right? Well, well that makes sense, because it's, it's watermelon. watermelon punch. It's watermelon. Flavored-scented. No. Flavored. Have you drink a lot of watermelon drinks, Luke? Dude, I don't really drink, like... Anything fruit-flavored, because... Except margarita. The only margarita I drink is the strawberry Oh my margaritas. gosh, we had some good margaritas today. I downed that first one Luke, really quick. I, Luke had his margarita For halfway even, finished... Not even two minutes after. ...before I had my straw out of the wrapper. I was parched. <laughs> But anyways, this tastes a lot like a Watermelon Jolly Rancher. Okay. So so it's okay, right? I don't hate this. Yeah. It's got alcohol. But I don't love it. How much? Let's see. How much is in this? 4.8%. That's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. But the issue is with their, like, peach... The peach um, and the down-home punch, mm-hmm. I drink that stuff like it's pop or or soda, however you like to say it. We're pop boys, right? I say pop. It's yeah. pop. It's pop. If you say soda, you're yeah, wrong. Pittsburgh, yeah, it's pop. Um, okay, so final rating of this Jack Daniels Watermelon Punch Cocktail. Look, gonna... me, look me right in the eye when you say that. Look me right in the eyes. I'm not the eye. Both eyes. I'm going to say four. Four, four. Out of what? Out of ten. I thought you said it was okay. Well, I think it's less than okay. It's drinkable, Ooh. right? Ooh. Because spotted cow, right? You haven't had spotted cow. I haven't cow. had spotted cow. I don't right? love you beer. To bring right? I forgot to bring the spotted cow. That's my bad. Yes, Bryson. Spotted not a cow. Protector. I give like a two and a half or a three. Really? Mm. But I still drink it. Anything below a three, I won't drink this and you have some low standards (laughs) there are two of them in this package and i will drink both of them but they won't be my favorite Hmm. so i'd say a four four solid four Hmm. interesting i got my course light so better than bud light hey let's not get into that (laughs) (laughs) um any train news I mean, we've got NASCAR out of the way. Anything train related that you want to talk about right now? We didn't see anything today. You didn't see any trains. We, we did. We did follow. We think was the Louisville-Nashville line there on sixty-five. Yeah, we followed it Louisville-Nashville. That was a pretty good grade. There was some grades. There was some curvature there too. We like oh, the curve, We we, yeah. we like we like those train tracks with curves and grades. You know, mm-hmm. we, we like it, makes curvy. those makes those engines work. Makes those locomotives sing, sing, work. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird. We, oh, what did we see in Louisville? We didn't see any trains, no, no, remember. but we saw some airplanes. Yeah, dude. we saw, and I, I saw a formation flying of you know I can tell there's an F twenty two and a P fifty one, and from far away it looks like either an F sixteen or F an F eighteen. Um, I think it was an F sixteen. After watching it more, yeah. um, the United States Air Force Heritage Flight was practicing over Louisville. Right over, downtown, right over downtown. Right over downtown. Right when we were going through downtown, I told, too. I told Luke, I'm like, if you didn't know any better, you would think that Louisville was under attack by somebody. Yeah, it was Because pretty, they were, like, they within, were within a thousand feet of us. It was awesome. It was really cool. In the rain, too. In I mean, rain. it wasn't pouring at that point, but it was it was still rain. I was very happy. I'm a big air show guy, especially, like, Oshkosh. Go up there every year, so to see that... Yeah, I got a video... Good video with the of uh, the afterburner sound or whatever you call the, that, yeah, yeah, afterburner, I guess. Yeah, so that was that was good. No trains, but at, uh, Thunder over Louisville is tomorrow. We will be missing it for the NASCAR race. Um, I don't know what the flyover is going to be for Talladega, no, I'm but I'm sure it's going to be something good. We've never had a bad flyover for a NASCAR race that we've been at together. We had That's, the yeah. C17 over Road America. That was awesome. That was epic. That was really awesome because it was nice and low and slow, low and slow and loud and loud. Yeah. And then we had a C one thirty over Bristol. Mm. Mm. That was a that was low. That was too. a low high speed. That was Passover that right was above us, dude, right, right over us. our section. Yeah, that was. And he was already banking basically over top of us. That was awesome. That was cool. So hopefully, it's a good one. I'm sure it will be. It's Talladega. You got to go all out. We'll Talibaga. we'll let you know. Um this is only the first half of yep. this podcast and when we come back, we will give you our post race report from yeah, Talladega. Just what happened. Well, Luke. What? We just got back from Talladega. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Not really, we're still in the area. Okay, first off, we are staying in, I think it's called Onyonta. I forgot the N, there's a second N in there that was hidden, apparently, to my eyes. And, uh, so yeah, we think it's Anianta, not Aniata. But still, it's a great place, no matter how you pronounce it. Yeah, it's really nice, we're back here. Again, after the Telendiga races, and what a weekend. What a weekend, Luke. I mean, I... yesterday was just a long Yesterday day. was a long <laughs> day. I am, uh, I think we're both very tired. Today was dragging, it felt like. <laughs> um So you want to go through the weekend, you want to start with today. This how do we? Is, how do we this is... recap this? Let's go through the weekend. Let's I go guess. through the weekend. Since so last we're here talking about it. So we got to the track really early on Saturday. Yep. We were there by nine thirty. It was nice. There wasn't really a lot of people there. We got preferred parking. Probably didn't need it for Saturday. No, but, but we were there for about the beginning. We weren't there for all of them, but most of the cup qualifying. I mean, we just missed all the the uh, nobodies qualifying. Got the out. All the big guys qualifying. We were down, standing pretty much right along the fence um, at the start finish line. Really nice day yesterday. It was beautiful from sunrise to sundown. Yeah. So started with the Cup qualifying yesterday. It was fun. We got okay. to see you know Toyota. Toyota really dominated during Cup qualifying. Toyota dominated. Ford. Ford, Ford was up there. Ford too. did pretty good Ford, and Chevy was not there. Nowhere to be found. Which other than Kyle Larson. Other than other than Kyle Larson. But that didn't really matter at the end of the day today. No, it didn't. But we're not there to the end we're of the day today yet. So after Cup qualifying, which was a really fun, you know, there was like nobody there. No. Right? like it was the stands were empty. No. After that It's like we owned the place. There were there were a few more people in the stands. Because it was time for the mighty ARCA race. Calm oh, I'm down there a little bit there. I love ARCA. Do you? How many ARCA ra- races have you ever been to? This was my first one. Oh, I'm glad. And uh, I was just excited to see Frankie Munez race. The Malcolm in the Middle kid. <laughs> Who is Malcolm? Races with ARCA as we said before. But yeah, he drives the number 30 car for... Uh, Ford, or Rhett Jones Racing, and he had a pretty solid finish. He finished, uh... 8th? Yeah. Sorry, I don't have it in front of me. I think he finished around 8th. You know, somewhere around the top 10. But it doesn't matter where the finishing uh, was for him. He had a solid points day, and that's what matters in racing. Day in, week in, week out, race in, race out have solid consistent racing points. And, and points and finishes and finishes so now malcolm in the middle is now the uh points leader for the Ark of menards series well, that'd be good for him how about that first year he decided to say hey I, I want to race nascar like one of the lowest forms of nascar full time yeah got the contract mm-hmm. got the job and he's actually doing well he is And speaking of ARCA, Luke, we got some news yesterday out of ARCA. I love news. Greg Van Alst. Greg Van Alst? I don't know. I don't remember how you pronounce that. He just signed with Alpha Prime Racing, Mm. and he will be making his Xfinity Mm. debut in Atlanta in a few weeks. Mm. So... That is somebody to look out for, because we were going through the points totals from ARCA, and him and Frankie were, like, neck and neck there with uh, their their points leaders. I honestly just went on ARCA's website, and they haven't updated the points yet. The standings on there still says they only did two races, when in reality they've done three races. So, who knows? Whoever's running the ARCA account, (laughs) I mean... It's been over 24 hours since the race finished. Gotta give Frankie Munoz some love there, because he's the points leader. Maybe they're just afraid. Because he's like a ringer. He just came in out of nowhere, and they're like, oh man, this guy's good. Number 30. Root for him. So. So. Continuing on from Frankie, because that was only one-third of the day yesterday, basically, was Xfinity. The... Ag Pro 300? Ag Pro 300. That was it. That was a race. That was the longest agonizing race I've ever witnessed in person. But like also, to the point where we just wanted it to be over. Yes. Because <laughs> it was just getting ridiculous. That was what? It was longer than three hours. Yeah, it's, it's it was it was way too long for an experience 300 mile for a race. 300 mile race it was way too long I probably could have driven there faster myself going 80 on the interstate from point A to point B but Luke why was it so long well <laughs> first off I think we had what 10 cautions 10 cautions which what two of those were stage breaks which two were stage Yes, two were stage breaks. But we also had two red flags. Also had two red flags, so we had a car flip on the backstretch. He didn't flip. He rolled multiple times. Yeah, he flipped and rolled. He he did a lot of things. He, he got messed up pretty good, um, which it was you, a big wreck. I mean, it was a big wreck. He went to uh, further medical care at a local hospital, and it was... Was it announced earlier this evening that he was released? Yeah, so that's good. We're glad that um, Blaine Perkins, yes, that was yeah, his that Blaine thing. Perkins is uh, doing okay because that was it was a scary wreck. It was very scary, and then and that's what we were saying because you you don't really see NASCARs flip too often these days um, with all the safety measures and everything that go into those cars. Yeah, so Blaine Perkins, down the back stretch. got all out of whack, did some flips in the air, did some barrel rolls, pretty nasty crash, one that hasn't happened like that for a while. So that's why we were saying, I was telling Bryce, I'm like, that's kind of rare uh, these days. Apparently one happened in the Xfinity race in Daytona, too, I I honestly don't remember it, but still, it's not... It's not common for these cars to be flipping like that, even at these super speedway tracks because of all the safety precautions they put into the cars with uh, wind shear flaps and all that stuff to keep them from getting airborne. So like that was a good eye opener there being like, wow, that was actually a pretty bad wreck. So we had a pretty extended, long extended uh, red flag. Everybody's just hanging out. So we're like, okay, big ones done already happened about halfway through the race let's just get the race over with and let's go see this cole swindale dude and if i remember correctly you know on the 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 announcers they were like you know hopefully maybe these guys yeah they don't (laughs) (laughs) take it easy it's 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 xfinity series they did not they don't relax they don't take it they don't relax at all so then it's like towards the end of the race, there was not a lot. There were only a few laps left to go. Mm-hmm. And then we had a second big wreck. A second big one. The second red flag of the day. <laughs> yeah. Where a guy, where they, where the guy ended up on his roof. It was um the number 11 car. Uh, uh... I know his name. I just can't think of it right now. Daniel Hemrick. Yes, Daniel Hemrick. He ended up upside down. They had to flip the car over with the record Because they couldn't get him out while he was upside down. Poor, poor dude. To get him you know, out. The blood's rushing to his head. He's like, oh. <laughs> so that was another driver in the Xfinity race that he actually ended up upside down. Blaine ended up on right side up. On his tires, yeah. Um, But <laughs> another... <laughs> scary big one if you no. want to call it that because it there was it a was lot a of, second big one there were a was... lot of cars involved in that one and everybody's like freaking out again saying like holy crap another car ended up on its roof not on its not on its wheels like what the heck's going on here why are we all why are we all flipping all of a sudden and he rode the, safe, safer, the barrier, safer barrier upside barrier. down pretty much for a yeah. little bit. But yeah, that was the first Xfinity race since the year 2000. So it was the first race since 2000 for a NASCAR Xfinity series where two different cars flipped in a single race, and that was the that was one of the Daytona's races in 2000. I don't know if it was the the. Uh, i guess it's winter technically because it's in february the winter (laughs) uh daytona or the summer daytona race there but yeah history in the making there history in the making that wasn't that's how that's how rare it is to see these cars flipping let alone two in one race and to be there for that no though we didn't really see you know the first the blaine blaine perkins wreck we didn't really see it yeah Because we were so low, we were... It's just such a big track. And we were, we were what, just a few rows Even up. if we did see it, we wouldn't have known probably what was happening, to be honest, because it's yeah. so far away. It's like, what's happening? And then with the second big one, you know, we saw a bunch of smoke down there. And then, like, even on the TV, one of the cameras got knocked out <laughs> of whack by the wreck. Yeah. And you couldn't see much because of all the smoke. Yep. It so. Was... It was just a weird situation. And then, of course, they all wrecked coming to the start-finish line where we were sitting. So For the, the checkered flag. For the checkered flag, yep. At the end of the race. So, got to see uh, another big one at the end of the race. Get to smell that burning rubber from the tire smoke. Oh, So good. It was a interesting race. It was a very interesting race. Like, there was just... There was a lot that happened, there was good racing. There was unfortunate wrecks. there were tons of spin outs and stuff like little smaller wrecks, and, yeah um but yeah, having two big ones like that in the race that's that was uh just, just to be honest the wrecks were pretty bad Well, it helped to narrow the field by the end of the race, <laughs> yeah, well were there? there were only like twenty cars at the end of the race. <laughs> they were all they were all getting knocked out but um overall good racing day yesterday it was fun entertaining beautiful day good day to just sit back and have a beer corn dog watch some racing. watch some racing And speaking of entertaining, Luke. Oh, God. Here we go. You (laughs) were entertained. I was really entertained. At your very first country concert last night. Yes. Very first country concert. It took 28 years of me walking on this earth to finally go to a country concert. Now, what you should know as the listener is Luke does not listen to country music. I have no clue about country music i grew up on country music and it's still um one of my main genres but it's nothing that luke ever listens to that never in fact when we were making a playlist for this drive down to talladega um we added a bunch of these songs from different nascar video games and luke made the comment that this is the most country music he's listened to in his life because there are a few Good country songs on those playlists. I mean those are the only country songs I knew was yeah. playing those with NASCAR Thunder 2004 5, 6, 7, 8. But you know, they only play for like <laughs> Yeah, they're just many in the yeah. background, you know, so and like I'm trying to hit X really quick to get through to the, get through, through, the through all menu, the menus yeah. and stuff. So it wasn't like I know them, but I'm like eh, I not really they all so, sound the same so we <laughs> took the the tram the the tram the tram which was a bunch of buses <laughs> that were from the alabama institute for the deaf and blind and for whatever reason the seats on the running right hand side see i sound like i sound like dale now in the Amtrak yeah. train when they're going around horseshoe curve on the running right hand side or the running left hand side we see the horseshoe curve. Okay, but yeah, the running right hand side of the bus seats were so skinny. They were, and they're packing two people in there. I'm like, I can't sit with this big fat boy right here. And I had no leg room because I was right over the re- the oh, wheel. Yeah, we, the had wheel the, well. we had the wheel hump. We had the so, hump, and it was just Bryson's like knees were under his chin. It was quite the ride. <laughs> not not very entertaining right well, the, there but the, yeah the dude in front of us he's like where are you guys from and i'm like i'm from pennsylvania well is there anything cool in pennsylvania i, I guess yeah i mean i i can find cool stuff in pennsylvania to do but i, I would tell you but you ain't gonna know like you're not gonna know anything of what i'm gonna be telling you so i just said sure yeah there's cool stuff there so we took the bus out to the concert. The stage was in the infield, yep. and so to get in the infield, by the uh, boulevard, you had to take a uh, a tram, bus, a bus. <laughs> yes, it was a bus. Advertises so we got there, and we were we got there right in the middle of Travis Denning. Well, first you gotta tell the people what was there once we got off the bus, like right there that everybody saw walking in. Bryson's shaking his head at me. He's looking confused because he can't remember. The Wendy's. The pop-up Wendy's. Oh, the pop-up Wendy's. The pop... It was really a food truck, but... It was a food It truck. looked like a pop-up Wendy's they had, and it was awesome. I'm like, there's a freaking Wendy's in the infield here at Talladega. At the Party Central Boulevard. So... <laughs> we got there in the middle of Travis Denning's set, and Travis Denning is... I like a few of his songs. He's got some good um, good breakup songs. Abby is a great... Um, did great, I, did great... I hear that song? That was his final song. Man, let me that tell was you. was a good one. Let me tell you, man. I thought Abby was my girlfriend. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> and we, we end up making it pretty close to the front of general admission. We actually... Yeah. By the end of the concert, we... Touched the fence to the front of General Mission. But then Cole Swindell came out. Yeah. And I kind of forgot that I knew so many of his songs. So I was people watching because this was my first country concert. And anybody who's been to country concerts before knows there's just a lot of people, a lot of alcohol, a lot of um, just of dumb things happening so yeah yeah i'm not a person i i don't like to go to clubs and that stuff i'm not the type of person that does that stuff mainly because i don't like being that close to other people well you (laughs) were that close to a lot of other people last night i know i know i think seriously like the last time i was at a like club setting was back in twenty. Seventeen. It was my senior year at Penn State. Baron, my one buddy, he turned. Or no, maybe it was our junior year. Whatever. He turned twenty-one. And he wanted to go party in downtown. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't like crowds like that. Not that I don't. I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like I belong there. It's just not my. It's not my vibe. It's not my thing. But, but. I did have a good time. Good. I did have a good time. Because um, everybody else there, for the most part, for other than a couple um, weird things that happened, everybody was just happy. Everybody was having fun. And it was good. Like, it, it, good vibes everywhere. So it, good time. it was fun. And Bryson's singing his songs away, and I'm just like, woohoo. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, go, go. Go, uh, Cole Swindell. <laughs> I didn't know a song. But... I did pay attention to lyrics. Yeah, Luke, what are your thoughts on country music lyrics? It's all the same. <laughs> They're all the same. They, I mean... The first thing I'll say is they say, like, country a lot. Which makes sense, because there's rock and roll songs. A lot of rock and roll sounds say say rock, and some rock and roll, you know. So, okay, that makes sense. But then there's other ones. (laughs) Like, roads. But specifically, dirt roads. There were a lot of mentions of interstates as well. Probably country roads. I mean, we like talking about the back roads and, and or singing about the back roads and country. So that was the first thing I noticed. Um, the songs are sad. Like, every every song is sad. Now, you could say, well, Luke, I listen to like metal and metal yeah. or hard rock, classic rock. You know, I get it. They're sad songs, but they're at least disguised with like upbeat music for most of them, unless they're like a really big cry ballad type thing. Wow. But this dude, this this dude, uh, Swindell dude goes, hey, I just wrote a brand new song, guys. Do you care if I play it for you? It's a very, I just love sad country songs So I'm, I named this one a, what was it? Sad ass country song or something. And I'm like, oh, good. I can't wait to hear this one live. And it's just like, oh, my God. Like, it was just dragging. I'm like, come on. Let's, where, where's the double kick in the bass? Where's something? Like, it's oh, it just... Bing, I'm just like... A... <laughs> and... Yeah, so country songs are way too sad for me. Uh... They're very slow, some of them, and it's just, I, I don't know. There's no any, there's no good screaming, like, not like a, like like a, not like a metalcore scream, but I mean, just like a good, you know, like David Lee Roth scream or something, you know, like the hit you in the face, slap you in the face to get you going, and like, yeah. <laughs> so the other thing he said a lot was beer, whiskey, tequila probably I don't know anything that involves alcohol every song involves alcohol and when people say alcohol and when people, when he said anything about alcohol everybody had to raise their glass and be like oh I have alcohol look at me in the crowd I can drink <laughs> Bryson's really judging me right now no <laughs> I admit there's a so, lot of alcoholic country concerts so <laughs> so then what's the other one Girlfriends. Trucks. Oh, yeah, girlfriends. No, we're not even on trucks yet. We're talking about girlfriends now, which a lot of rock and roll songs are. And there's a lot of breakup songs in rock and roll, too, and girlfriends. So it's just like, okay, Like similar, whatever. But now we're on the trucks. <laughs> if there is any type of motorized vehicle that a country person, song, artist, whatever you call them. They have to have a song about a truck. But specifically, they have to say that it's a pickup truck. And if they want to get even more specifically specific, it'll be a Chevy pickup truck. And if it's specifically specific of a specific truck, they say the color of it, (laughs) which is either blue or red. Is it gonna surprise you <laughs> that there's literally a song? There's only two colors in country: there, blue and red. Because you either got a blue pickup truck or you got blue jeans on, one or the other. There is a song called "Blue Tacoma." <laughs> and then there's, and then we talk about tractors too, you know, plowing those. But they know green tractors. Plowing those green fields. Yeah, the green tractors. Yeah, it has to be a green tractor with a blue truck. <laughs> or, I'm pretty sure there was a song last night about him, like, sleeping in the flat bed of his pickup truck. I'm sure that song happened. Because I remember it. I just, I'm like, I don't know. They're just sleeping in their trucks instead of with their girlfriends. And then their dog runs away and it gets ran over by a tractor. And then they have... <laughs> And then they have to go home and drink a beer and then, oh my gosh, someone in their family passed away, so then we have 20 songs about that happening and it's just like, oh my god. But guess, but guess what? I still had fun. Good. I still had fun. Um, yeah, the, the clientele, the people were, uh, I mean, there were some more beautiful people that you find at country concerts instead of like, you know, Probably like a Bring Me the Horizon concert, and just everybody's dressed in black. Yes. Like, the clothing attire and just the people were uh, more interesting to look at. And we're not <laughs> yeah. moshing at country concerts. Well, you're not... You're close you're to You're not moshing, but... but... I could go without the beer throwing though and like just throwing random crap like that i know that happens at rock stuff too but that's just in general for me i don't care about that crap usually usually when i go to concerts i don't i don't sit down in the crowd or i'll stand down in the crowd like that i'm always up in the uh seats i like to have my personal space well you didn't have that with last people week. that have money <laughs> they don't have to be in the (laughs) mosh well speaking of being up in seats today we'd be up in them we were up in seats we were pretty high Row 46 talladega tower section e yes for a very normal talladega cup race yep nothing crazy happened Mm -hmm. Nothing boring happened. It was just... It was a cup race. At Talladega. At Talladega. Side-by-side action. Pretty much the entire time. Sometimes that third lane formed up above, but didn't really work out for the most part. Um, It would always die off within a couple laps or so, but I think it's just a product of this new car, but because that's... That was only their third time at Talladega with this car, technically, so we'll see what happens. If they do any adjustments, probably not, because it was just a normal race. Because everybody, you know, everybody wants to go to these races, these big races, and you know, you want to have that memorable moment, because you're always like, oh, this happened this year, and this happened that year, and all that stuff. It's not going to happen every time, though. Unfortunately, I guess, but still a good race. Yeah. It was still a good race. I will still remember my very first in-person Kyle Busch win. Yeah, it took me seven years to finally see him win in person. By... And I went to, like, I go to, like, when I first started going to races, I only went to Michigan for in 2017, 2018. But in 2019, that's when I started to at least go to, like, five races per year. Except for 2020, I only went to two, but... Um... Yeah, I've made it. (laughs) I've made it pretty dang far without seeing Kyle Busch win. And now I finally saw Kyle Busch win. But, you know, I kind of like it a little bit better that it wasn't with Joe Gibbs racing and in that M&M's 18 car. I can can handle it a little better that he's over at RCR. He's changed his attitude, in my opinion, and he races for Chevy now. So, oh well, though, I guess still. Cause either had to have Kyle Busch win, um, or Ryan Blaney win, or the man that screwed all up at the end. Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. And honestly, Bubba was looking pretty strong during this race. He's 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 very good at super speedways. He's that's his that's those are his good tracks as super speedways. Talladega, Daytona, Atlanta. I heard a dog. Did you hear there a, was dog? a dog? There's a dog outside. I heard a dog. But yeah, um Bubba was leading there on the uh second overtime attempt. Second overtime attempt because on the first overtime attempt, we had a wreck right after that green flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. I don't even remember that one. I don't remember be Honest, it. I, I, What's it the wasn't the Joey Well Joey Logano was the one that Joey Logano was is the reason we went to overtime. Yes, Joey Logano's wreck was the reason we went to overtime. Yes. Well it was his fault. You're just He 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 was slower, he got up, got in front of Corey LaJoy, Corey LaJoy said, uh uh-uh, uh, not today, smacked him out of the way. Um Yeah. But then So that that wreck sent us into overtime. Yep. Something happened during that green flag. Somebody, somebody ran out of fuel, I thought. Yes, it was. Yeah, somebody ran out of fuel. It wasn't Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs ran out of fuel at the very beginning of the second overtime. Uh, yes. Attempt. but Somebody ran out of fuel on that first one. There was a lot of issues, concerns with fuel mileage at the end of this race, because there weren't that many cautions for, for Rex, and they had a pretty long green flag finish. And you know, they're really usually there's a big caution or a, a wreck at the end of these super speedway races so a lot of people were banking on those wrecks that or cautions that actually happen, so that they can conserve their fuel a little bit under um caution those caution parade laps but didn't really happen until the very end but even even then people were still running out of gas they're not sure if they can make it but yeah uh so the final lap they're coming around. Uh, Blaney's in second. Bubba's in first. In front of him, they're on the uh, they're in the second lane. There was only two lanes at that point. Uh, then, then Kyle Busch was, and uh, I don't know what place he was in, but he was the first car on the bottom lane. They go into turn one. Uh, Blaney got a huge run through the corner. Uh, 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 Bubba goes to block him down. Blocks him. Blaney starts to go up the track a little bit because he had a full head of steam coming. So Bubba goes, well, I'll block you again. Except you can't do that when the guy's already there. So Blaney drives right through him, turns him right into the wall, creates a big wreck. Caution flies so the race is over because it was on the uh, last lap. And Kyle Busch was out front. And I'll tell you, he had a quiet day. Yeah. He wasn't, I mean, he, it wasn't like he was running up front all day. He no. was running in the back, in the middle, but, you know, he found his way to the front when it mattered the most. Yeah, throughout most of that race, nobody even talked about him. No. It was, it was, nope. a, it was a lot of Bubba Wallace and, you know, a few other drivers up there, but... Bubba was up there the whole day. Bubba was up there the whole day, and... He had a decent shot of winning, but yep. you can't block somebody three times, can you? He blocked them three times. Once low, in the middle, a little bit, and then at the very end when there was no space. But when you're going 195 miles per hour, I'm sure it's kind of, you know, a little difficult to judge those sometimes, but oh well. I really was hoping Blaney would pull that win off because he hasn't won in like 50 races or something like that. Something crazy. And uh, he's pretty good at these. He's uh, Blaney's pretty good at the bigger tracks, like the two-mile tracks like Michigan and then like super speedways. Um, oh, well, got to see Kyle Busch win though. So got to see him do his uh, trademarked famous checkered flag bow. So that was cool. But the one thing I noticed when he did get out of the car, he did mention, he had a comment when they were talking to him about the cars being like too rigid and stuff and like they're not able to push as hard anymore at the super speedways with this new car. So, oh well. It's just what it is for now. It is. Until NASCAR decides if they want to change it or keep going with it, which they're probably just going to keep going with it. So... This will be the new style of super speedway racing, which isn't terrible. No, it's it's just what it is. It's better. It's better than them going single file, one lane, around. Because I remember they did that at Daytona one time, not too long ago, with the old with the Gen uh, Six car, the last car, and like <laughs> it's the Daytona Five Hundred. And they're racing single file. 40 cars. A 40 car freight train. Going at 200 miles per hour. At your Super Bowl, basically. The biggest race. And it's like, this isn't fun or exciting. Like, nobody's doing anything. We're just, it's just one big, uh, long train going 200 miles per hour. But yeah. It was still good. Good race. Kyle Busch won. Second win for him this year at his new new, uh, race team with RCR. And uh, it's looking good for him, to be honest. He was in a slump last year and the year before that. And he just didn't seem happy. Because you could tell he he didn't want to go back to JGR. And you could tell that JGR kind of didn't want him anymore. (laughs) And they were saying this was the weekend last year where I was kind of everybody's eyes were open to the fact that oh yeah he kept talking yeah, that's when he finally started he's, he got really vocal about it and talking about like i don't know where i'm gonna be next year he was being kyle bush you know being like oh I'm doing it was smart act smart Alec <laughs> with this smart Alec uh uh comments and stuff you know typical kyle bush now he's over at rcr and it's like not that he didn't take it seriously before he always took it seriously but like now he's like really focused and really serious because you know he's still in his prime he's not that old he's not old yet he's getting there but he's not ready to retire so be surprising to see what happens especially with super speedways with rcr because austin dylan was always usually usually austin dylan does well at these super speedways so RCR can build cars for super speedway races because Kyle Busch was never, his name never really came up as like a potential winner for super speedways. So, and this was his first time in a long time since he's won a super speedway race. Um, so, hey, good for him. He's having, he's doing pretty good at RCR see what else he can do he has more wins than joe gibbs racing has this entire year he has two wins and this is his first time in a few years with two wins right yeah at least last year he did he only had one win last year um yeah he 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 just wasn't he wasn't on top of his game last year probably because of all the all the stuff weighing down on him about his future and stuff because yeah it's kind of hard when your sponsor because m was going away too because it was the end of the contract and it's just like well there goes your main sponsors because that was basically his sponsor because it was m snickers with mars it was mars, mars candy yeah. company basically that was sponsoring him but hey one of his uh, main sponsors now, primary sponsors, is Cheddar. So apparently, if he wins a race, you get like free chicken tenders on uh, Monday. So if you live by a, a Cheddar's, I would be rooting for Kyle Busch. I do to like get, to get free chicken tenders on Monday. I do like Cheddar's. <laughs> Speaking of Cheddar's, one little thing before we go, let's. <clears throat> re- <laughs> That's kind of what we're talking about here. Yeah. Let's recount the food we've had so far on this trip, Luke. We've talked, you know, last last episode we talked about our favorite gas stations. Well, yeah, we're in the south. We are in the south. There are a few restaurants and locations that you and I like to frequent when we are in the south. Yep, because they're not up north. Because we don't have them up north. They aren't in the land of the Yankees. Correct. <laughs> so, we have had Bojangles twice. Twice. And oh my gosh, we love that chicken from Bojangles. It is good. It is. I wish we had Bojangles up north. Bojangles is so good, and it makes me very sad that we are so far away. Yes. And then we had Bucky's. Bucky's. We, we need a Bucky's. We had Bucky's. Well, we got gas Bucky's. from Bucky's. And then last night after the concert, Bucky's was one of the few restaurants, if you want to call it that, restaurant, gas station, kind of same thing as Sheets, but yeah, that was still open. It's literally a store. <laughs> I mean, they're open 24-7. It's everything. You so, can buy granite. <laughs> you can buy granite in there for your, for your kitchen. Countertops, yeah. So, they got Bucky's. I got a hot dog, Luke got chicken tenders, but we both agreed, you know. For what they were, at midnight, they were pretty good. And for the price. For the for price. The, for the quality of the food, it was really good. So, And then today, well, we had Bojangles for lunch. Mm-hmm. um, We had cookout for dinner. Cookout. You have cookout right in front of you, Luke. You have I, a I little haven't, I haven't, takeout box of cookout. What, what's in there?
1: Hush one, poppies. One, two,
0: three, four, five, six. Seven Hush Puppies. Luke loves Cookout's Hush Puppies. Cookout got really good Hush Puppies. They're pretty good. I I'll, I'll had to meet. give one to Bryson because he never had them before. I guess they so were they were pretty good. Had to give them to him to try them out. I I do love Cookout. That's another restaurant that we wish that we had up north. Yes. I also wish we had Whataburger. You know, I know be, we didn't eat at a Whataburger, but, but there are some. There no, are oh, some here down here last time I ate at Whataburger was down in Galveston, Texas. Maybe we'll have to find one on the way home. I don't know. Yes, I, I have not. I have not been to Whataburger. You never been to Whataburger? No. <laughs> um. Maybe this summer. I have some trips planned this summer. I know this summer that I will be trying In-N-Out Burger for the first time. Okay. What was the name of the cashier at Cookout? So it's on the slip here. Still. Does it start with a K? No. An S? No. An L? No. Oh. starts with an O. O. I Oh. I cannot tell you. Olivia. Olivia. Thank you, Olivia, for the uh, hush puppies. Thank you, Olivia. They were great hush puppies. And then I baptized uh, Bryson's truck. His format. mat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have a new 2022 Ford Maverick. What color is it? It is cactus gray. Hmm. Kind of looks blue. Well, sometimes it looks green. It kind of looks so, like a blue pickup truck. So... I got my black blue pickup truck. I got my blue pickup truck with my... In the Ford Maverick. So apparently country singers sing about, like, gas stations, too. Like, a uh, quick trip. Like, a oh, blessed quick trip. I've heard that song so many times good song though go ahead i got my floor mats in my ford maverick yes, yes you do um and you got one that's a little bit sticky, and one that has some <laughs> what's on there coke diet diet coke diet coke yeah it it's has some diet bit, coke on there it's a little sticky but that's why i have floor mats um so here's just a suggestion if you're a country boy and you got yourself a truck and if you have luke and if you have anything that could possibly spill on the floor of your truck, get some floor mats, because they will save you a lot of carpet cleaning. I don't like carpet cleaning. Yep. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Sidetrack Sleppies. We are very tired. If you couldn't tell. If you couldn't tell. It's um, been a long weekend. It's been a long weekend, but it's been a good weekend. It's been a good weekend. And you know. I'm glad to be here with you. Oh. That's wonderful. (laughs) Here in Sweet Home, Alabama. Oh my god, I've heard that song so many times now, too. (laughs) And you know, maybe someday we'll live down here in the south, Luke. Maybe not Alabama. I could go with Tennessee. I could go with Tennessee, too. Tennessee, North Carolina. Yeah. Hey! Hey! Well, it's time to sleep. It's time to sleep because we have a long drive home we tomorrow. I got like a fifteen-hour drive home for both of us by the time it's by the time we get home. Yes. So, so we are going to sleep in, in, separate, in, beds. in sle- separate beds. In separate beds. In <laughs> sleepy beds. <laughs> Side Sidetrack <laughs> Sleepy beds. Next podcast will be a little more. Uh, the yeah, and uh, awake, because it's 11.14 p.m. down here right now. And we've been driving out in the sun all weekend, partying, so. So, from Luke and Bryson here in Onionta. Onionta, yes. Alabama. Alabama. Good night. See ya.